Pure, authentic conversation. That's soulfully casual. So grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair. Here is your host, Maddie Ice. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Soulfully Casual podcast hosted by Maddie Ice. This is a Maddie Ice Media Network production. I hope you've had a great rest of your week. We are driving towards the end of October. And what does that mean? It means that Halloween is right around the corner all of a sudden. And to continue with this theme, the last two Thursday episodes, I've given you some Halloween specific content. And I'm going to continue to do that this week and next week with next week ending in something special, next week ending in the history of Halloween and how we got to this particular iteration of Halloween. But before we get there, I want to say connect with the show on Instagram. Soulfully Casual Podcast is the handle. On Twitter, it is Matty Ice Media. And of course, MattyIceMedia.com for all of your Matty Ice Media Network podcasting needs. But I've been trying to do something themed for Halloween because I like the idea of having seasons get their own seasons, their own time to sort of marinate. Ironically enough, superfan Miss Joyce texted me offline over the weekend to tell me that same exact thing, that she likes each of these holidays to sort of have their own separate time. And I think that that is something that I've strived to do with this particular content and I'm going to continue to do throughout the rest of the year to sort of, again, give some spotlight to these holidays that each have their own month and should each have their own time in the spotlight. So two weeks ago, I talked about Halloween music or songs that are generally played around Halloween that while they have a Halloween vibe, we should be listening to them more times than just at Halloween. And I don't think of songs like The Monster Mash, but others like Thriller by Michael Jackson. Last week, I talked about movies, that there's sort of two realms in which people go in when it comes to Halloween movies. You have your horror slasher films, which ironically don't come out in October, they end up coming out in the summer because a summer blockbuster is actually what makes the most money. And then there's the more spooky or hokey types like your Beetlejuices and Hocus Pocuses, which may or may not be scary depending on how old you are, but in general, general are not meant to be like jump scares or slashers or anything like that, some type of a psychological uh, mind F, if you will. And I said that I wanted to get controversial with this with this stuff. That one of the things I like to do in life is to create faux controversy with either a, a top five or something of a discussion that makes people feel overly um, offended, I guess, when the topic in and of itself is not something that's offensive. And so I'm going to do that this time and I'm going to get into Halloween candy. So I talked in my last episode about food and it's ironic that I'm talking about Halloween candy now, but I think I can separate the two things. The objective topic of Halloween candy makes sense in and of this context. And what you generally find is that everybody sort of has a hierarchy or a ranking when it comes to their favorite kind of candy. And people generally tend to choose that that's a hill that they want to die on. It's really, really funny. Some people will not choose a hill to die on that is something meaningful, But man, you tell them that one candy is better than the other, and all of a sudden we got ourselves some controversy, and I kind of am in for that. So I'm going to go four different routes, or really two different routes, but four different sort of categories, because I think just saying best or worst Halloween candy is obviously, the whole thing is majorly subjective, but I think that's a little bit too simple, because I think that you could sit and sort of rank your favorite candies, and just like many things in life, we could have variation at the top or variation in what makes that list because as we get older our tastes change and things generally tend to shift like if you ask 12 year old matt what his favorite candy was it's probably vastly different than say 22 year old matt or 32 year old matt and so this particular 
iteration of Matty Ice thinks of candy in a different way than I did many, many years ago. But then I think there's this concept of something being overrated and underrated. If you've listened to my show, Drippin' Sports, I talk a lot about the idea that early on in a season, no matter what sport it is, we see a lot of overreacting. And we generally tend to do that in society as it is anyway. We love to overreact to things. We love to virtue signal and do many, many things like, oh, look at you, you're a terrible person. And while there are many things that happen in life, many actions that we take that are worthy of that kind of overreaction, many, many things that we overreact to are not actually important, like the people that are going to overreact to this. But I wanted to kind of break it down in these two ways, because I think, again, when you look at it, there are certain candies that are obviously good. And then there are certain candies that I don't think get the love or get a little bit too much love. So we're going to start with the worst. And why? Well, let's get the bad news out of the way first. Isn't that what everybody likes? Yeah, give me the bad news first. So when it comes to worst candy, I kind of put myself in the mind of a trick-or-treater. And nowadays, I put myself in the mindset of, do I want to be labeled the house that's going to give out some of these types of candies? Because I know one of the best things about trick-or-treating for kids is the candy-getting part. I used to love it as a kid, and I actually wonder to myself, does Halloween rival Christmas in terms of kids' excitement levels? And I don't count your birthday because that's a specific thing for you. But like Halloween is a is a holiday that almost every kid gets to enjoy similarly to Christmas, although Christmas has the religious implications if you aren't, you know, if you don't have those type of religious proclivities, you're not going to celebrate Christmas like if you're Jewish, say. But I'm just saying, like in terms of excitement level, you could say Hanukkah is in the same realm as Christmas and so forth. But anyway, so candy is something that I think is very important. And what do kids want, especially as they get older? Well, they want good stuff. They wanna go to the houses that give good stuff. And I know, I know that on November 1st, there is like a report card for your neighborhood or the neighborhoods that you hit of which houses were good and which houses weren't. And I know that I don't wanna be on the house that kids don't want to come to. I want them to feel rewarded when they come. We make them say trick or treat. That is a requirement at the Matty Ice household, 100%. Kids that don't, we generally sort of make them. It's kind of like kids saying, "What now when they ask for something, yes, and they have to say please. So let's get into it. First of all, I want to say that if you like any of these, no judgment on you. You like what you like. You do what you do. This is just my own personal list. So let's start with Charleston Chews. I don't even know what we're doing with these. I think back in the day, like way back in the day, Charleston Chews were the like preeminent candy. But in today's world in 2021, where we have so many different flavor profiles at our disposal, what are we doing with this? It's just terrible. The chocolate tastes terrible. The sensation of chewing it over and over and over again is just not fun. Like it'd be one thing if you had to do that much work to get some type of value out of it. I just don't see the value of it. They tried to doctor it with the chocolate. I think there may even be a strawberry, just not great one of the worst candies out there that has chocolate on it which means it's what, what it tells me is that it's giving chocolate a bad name by basically associating itself with it so there's that smarties absolutely terrible and again another old candy that somehow is staying alive in today's world but i just don't like them i find them to be overly sweet the flavors are ridiculously artificial and you don't get anything like i think they still give out those two packs where you get two smarties and it's like i didn't ask for alka-seltzer tablets i don't want that i want some candy give me the good stuff so Smarties, get out of here. Dum Dums, which are, I think, lollipops. And we saw these at Costco the other day, a gigantic bag of Dum Dums. And I'm like, whoever buys this is a complete Dum Dum and deserves to be on that list that kids are saying, I don't want to go there. Again, I think they are another old candy that has stayed a little bit past their expiration date. Kids don't want this stuff anymore. A good popsicle, man, give me a blow pop because you know that you're going to get gum at the end of it. Now that's what I'm talking about. 
overly sugary flavor as a kid, yeah, give me that. But Dum Dums are so small, they don't have a lot of flavor, they're just completely useless, and so they are on my list of worst candies. This one I had a little bit of reservation putting on there because I don't think that at Halloween this is what I want, but in general I would eat this. It just depends on the flavor. It's saltwater taffy. So saltwater taffy is tough. It has a New England connection, of course, and so by nature of that, I generally tend to like it, but it's very hit and miss for me, and giving it out as a Halloween candy kind of stinks because one little wrap piece just doesn't feel like a lot. It feels like you're cheaping out. And it doesn't necessarily all mean that all oh, saltwater taffy is created equal. Now, most of you, if you're trying to give out candy in some semblance of volume, are not going to go get the good shit, excuse my language, from New England. You're going to find the biggest bag that you can find, and most of that's going to be bad. So I think the saltwater taffy that's handed out specifically on Halloween is very bad. And that gets me to the worst candy. This is not just the worst candy in Halloween. It might be one of the worst candies of all time. And that's candy corn. Get that out of here. 100% get that out of here. I don't want to hear about the pumpkins. I don't want to hear about all this other stuff. It's terrible. And you know what it tastes like? And this is coming from comedian Lewis Black. It tastes like the same candy corn has been put out every year since its inception for like 105 years. I just, I don't know. I find no value in candy corn. And it, how would you give that out of Halloween? Like, what are you giving that out in these little bags of it? It's complete trash. Tastes like wax. I just don't like it. So those are some of the worst ones that I can think of on Halloween. I know if I got them, they immediately went to my parents who immediately judged me and threw them away. So there you go. So let's take overrated. So I think worst and overrated don't necessarily mean the same thing. For something to be overrated, it doesn't mean that it's bad, that it's inherently bad. It means that it just gets a little bit too much praise for what I consider not enough substance. So let's start at the bottom. So let's talk about Sour Patch Kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like a good Sour Patch Kid, but really, what are you getting? You're getting an overly sugared, sugared product. And what is it? It's a little bit, little bit of a bag. You eat a ton. You have to eat a ton of them to feel satisfied. And if you eat a ton of them, your teeth are going to fall out, or you feel like your teeth are going to fall out. And so, what kind of benefit are you getting from them that you couldn't derive from something else that's going to be on this list that has at least better flavor? That you're not getting the the bad sort of aftertaste or bad tooth feel. So I'm going to put Sour Patch Kids on there. Uh, Tootsie Pops. So I said with Dum Dums that give give kids out blow pops because you get bubble gum at the end of it. Granted, bubble gum that has three seconds of flavor life, but still bubble gum nonetheless. Tootsie Rolls, though. Tootsie Rolls could have made the worst list, but they didn't. I decided to put Charleston Chews on there because I think Tootsie Rolls do have a sort of nostalgic place for a lot of people, but they taste like wax. So what are we going to do with that? Well, we're going to take something inherently waxy and crappy and put basically waxy and crappy lollipop over it and give it out. The flavors to me aren't nearly as good as you would get with, say, uh, a blow pop. Again, they're not bad necessarily. It's just when you do all the work to get down there, the reward is a, is a Tootsie Roll, and it's just, to me, not enough. Kids love the idea of getting bubblegum because it's like, oh, I get something else. It's like that prize at the bottom of cereal. Like, all right, this is totally not worth it, but at least it's something that I can play with. And it's kind of like that with gum. You can chew it. The flavor goes away really quickly, but having gum feels like getting a second piece of candy that lasts longer. So that's why that's there. So now we're going to get into a few that are probably going to ruffle some feathers. So let's talk about Kit Kat for a second. Kit Kats are actually good, but do they deserve the kind of praise that they get for being what? Just a thin wafer with some chocolate over it? No. Like this, give me a break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar slogan, which I'm sure is now a copyright infringement of, in some sort. But think about taking a break and somebody giving you a Kit Kat. Like it's not that big. It's not generally that filling. 
And then all of a sudden now you're left with, I need something else. I have this break, now I need something else. And again, I like Kit Kats, but I think that they are better served as sort of a complement to something else because I think on their own, they don't have the same kind of staying power as some others that are on my best list. And that's just, again, me. Um, I just, you know, just don't think that they are worth the kind of praise that they get. A lot of people have them in their top five list, and I think that's a little bit overstating it. The next one is Butterfinger. So Butterfingers are overrated, in my opinion, because they stick to your teeth. And if you're looking for the chocolate peanut butter combination, granted, it's like peanut brittle in there. But if I wanted that, I would just eat peanut brittle. Like to me, it's not, I don't know, it's not the same sensation to eat something with peanut butter, peanuts and chocolate or something like that. I would much rather take peanut brittle and dip it in chocolate than actually have a Butterfinger. And so it's again, the reward is not worth praise that it sometimes gets. But I think if you look at it compared to other peanut butter flavored and peanut butter and chocolate flavored candies, I think it actually might be properly rated, but in my opinion, it's a little bit overrated. And that this last one, I know is totally gonna ruffle feathers because I have to almost say this quietly because my in-laws love this candy to death and that's Twizzlers. Folks, listen, Twizzlers aren't necessarily bad, but they're considered like one of the all-time great candies and it's just not true. Like, it's just not true. Like, think about it. You have to eat a ton of them. Some of the ones that they've come out with since the original, like the pull and peel ones are just abysmal. I don't know. I think if I'm going to eat empty calories, I want something different. And think about it in terms of Halloween. You get those two little mini itty bitty sticks in a plastic bag. That sucks. That absolutely sucks. There's no substance to it. And so I guess people freak out if they get one because they're like, Twizzlers are so good. They're in like almost every Halloween pack. It's just not worth it to me. It's just not worth it to me. I'm sorry. And honestly, I would rather have something else. But again, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that in terms of Halloween, I'd rather have something else. So worst and overrated. You might think this guy is so full of crap. He totally took a big crap on one of my candies. And I'm sorry that if I did, again, you eat whatever it is that you like. But we're, before we get to best, let's talk about what underrated means. So when I think of underrated, I'm really thinking about candies that are good, but don't really get any shine. Or they haven't got any shine for a long time, either because people think or don't think about them because they're not something that's in like the, the normal headspace because we've had so many different candies come out. And that does skew this a little bit, by the way. So like the worst list, because so many different types of candies have come out, it does make it difficult for those older candies to really compete, but it is what it is. We're in 2021 now, so underrated. So the Hershey bar, the straight up Hershey bar, that might sound kind of crazy, but think about it. With all the candies that's, that are out there, all the different types of fillings, all the different types of like accoutrement that come along with having a candy bar these days, how often do we really just go after a straight up chocolate bar? And if you think about it, how many straight up chocolate bars do we actually have anymore? So I can think of a couple. And when I think about like the mainstream ones, and I'm not talking about those like super fancy ones that you get either for baking or like the, the ones you get in the fancy candy aisle, I'm talking straight up like front counter at CVS type stuff. And you get the straight up Hershey bar and I've seen a straight up Cadbury bar. They're two different types of chocolate, but the idea is the same. You just get a straight up chocolate bar and it's a good feeling. Like I think it's not given enough praise because of how plain it is, but I think that's the idea. It gives you that sugar fix that you're looking for without going crazy. It's the simplicity I think that makes it underrated. So if you're sometimes just looking for a little bit of a fix, especially 
out of the uh, of the fridge right and if you think about it in a halloween context they're actually pretty good i think they're like three little squares it's a good one to have it's a nice go-to if you're just looking for that chocolate fix but you're not really looking for anything else and that's kind of the theme for some of these uh there's a lot of simplicity on this list so let's talk about three musketeers for a second most people think three musketeers are absolutely terrible and I can understand that because if you think about it, chocolate over like a whipped chocolate sort of moussey thing, I don't even know how to really describe it. Uh, most people would say, nah, I'm actually good. But there's something about the simplicity again that makes it so satisfying. The creaminess, it's very smooth. You're not getting a bunch of a mess. The ingredients are very, uh, you know, they're very good, right? And I just find it to be a wonderful experience, especially it lends itself again to a great experience at Halloween because you get a decent sized one, and you get a lot of chocolate in there. It's just a nice uh, a nice experience for a kid. And you can eat a whole bunch of them and don't feel like you've gone crazy, right? Your teeth aren't gonna hurt. You're not gonna have a whole bunch of like nuts in uh, your teeth and so forth. So I like the Three Musketeers for that particular reason. And it's one that doesn't get a lot of attention, but I think it's underrated because every now and again, if somebody gives you one, it's a good experience. So let's get to Milky Ways. So I love myself some Milky Ways because I love the idea of this nougat. I love the idea of caramel and of course chocolate. And it separates itself from another candy on this list for the fact that that's all that it has. But I think it's an excellent candy. It's very underrated candy. Anything with caramel and chocolate in it generally tends to be great. And again, in a Halloween aspect, you get a nice little bar of it. It's a good size bar. You feel like you got something. Like if you're not gonna give out full size bars, kids love to get those little mini fun size bars now they've they've gotten smaller over the years so i will gripe with that but milky way i think is a great experience because you put caramel and chocolate with anything and you're cooking with gas in my opinion and that kind of gets to the next one it's a baby ruth so this one's interesting because a baby ruth i think is another one of those older candies but i think that it holds up today now the fun size bars are fantastically packed with flavor so you get the peanuts you get the nougat you get a little bit of caramel i think and you get some chocolate but it doesn't taste the same as another one on this list, but it's still so, so good. And I just love it. I think it's a wonderful candy experience. And again, especially in the fun size bars, it's a nice size candy bar, given the fact that you're, you're giving out mini ones. And I think as a kid, that's a great alternative. And I think it has a lot of taste. This one is another old one that I think is one of the most underrated candies ever. That's a hundred grand bar. So if you're sitting here at home listening to this, raise your hand if you can remember the last time that you had a hundred grand bar many people are probably not going to raise their hands and that's really unfortunate because it's kind of like i don't even know how to describe it it's like the the rice crisps in the middle of it with like chocolate and there's some nougat there uh it's just got a really nice texture to it and i just love it but you almost never see it and now i've been seeing it more and more in these variety packs and again you feel like you're getting something of substance and even though it's not as flashy as some of the other candies that are out there man, it's a good experience. And I just love that. So those are some underrated candies. And that's going to end the episode with what I think are some of the best Halloween candies. And again, I'm talking about this from a Halloween perspective, maybe not if I'm going out to buy a full bar, but just from a Halloween perspective. So let's start with Twix. So many people are going to say Twix are overrated. And I can certainly understand that argument. But again, there's so many like most people because they're so small will give you a few of them. And again, it's not like Twizzlers where you're getting two or Smarties where you're getting two and you feel like you're getting completely gypped. The Twixes, while small, are still somewhat fulfilling because you get that nice crunch, you get a little bit of cookie. Again, chocolate and caramel together. 
that's a banger it's a fire combination and i think that that is elevating this a little bit on the on the scale and so if you're getting a lot of those along your route you're actually going to get a good little candy haul so i like twix a lot heath bar so heath bar is another one maybe that's an old person's one but damn i love a good heath bar and i think kids do too i think because it's something that tastes good with the toffee and they almost feel like it, it's not the same as a Butterfinger because a Butterfinger is trying to get on the peanut butter or peanut flavor and the chocolate thing. But Heath Bar is doing something totally different with the toffee in it. So you're getting chocolate and toffee and it's almost like sticking it to your parents because it sticks on your teeth and then you got to brush the crap out of your teeth. And we know that so many parents don't like Halloween because of that general aspect. They got to go to the dentist and all that. So I love a good Heath Bar. The only non-chocolate thing on this list is Skittles. So I talked earlier about candies that you have to do a whole bunch of work for but don't have the payoff. And I was talking about things like Smarties and Dum Dums and so forth. Skittles are the candy, in my opinion, that you're doing a lot of work for, but you're getting a lot of reward for it. First of all, that fun size bag has like 25 Skittles in it, which is fantastic. So if you're allowed to have two pieces as a kid per night and you have two bags of Skittles, you've basically earned yourself a full size Skittles bag, which is a win in my book. But then you got all the different flavors. They're different colors. Kids love that stuff, right? You could trade it. You could trade with other kids if you don't like a certain flavor. I just feel like you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. And again, you're doing a lot of work there. You're sticking it to your parents with how much you have to chew them and how much could possibly get stuck. I don't know. There's just something that is cool as a kid about getting Skittles. So there's that. And now we're getting down to two heavy hitters. So an obvious choice for me, and it's just for me, is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And you might think, all right, maybe that's low-hanging fruit. But the chocolate peanut butter combination is one of the best in all of candy and all of sweets. It's just, there's something about it that works. Anybody who doesn't like peanut butter, I'm so sorry. Or anybody who thinks chocolate's overrated, again, I'm so sorry. But chocolate and peanut butter are wonderful. And the Reese's peanut butter cup is awesome because again, if you think about it, a fun size is one cup. That's basically half a full candy bar. So again, if you can negotiate two pieces of candy a night as a kid, now you're cooking with another full candy bar and so you get a lot of reward and some great taste with it and that comes down to my final now my final for halloween is my favorite candy of all time i think and that's a snickers bar and why well the snickers bar somehow encompasses all of the things that we've talked about except of course things like smarties and so forth which are not chocolate based but if you talk about chocolate it has the experience of everything it has good chocolate you got actual peanuts you got a peanut flavor, some caramel, some nougat. There's just so much to like about it. And honestly, the small ones, the mini bars, they're just like a Milky Way, but they have a lot more texture to them. They have a lot more bang for your buck. And it's a reward at the end of this tunnel because if you've done it the right way and you have trick-or-treated or your kids have trick-or-treated, they have earned this candy. They've gone walking and walking. They've been polite. They've said trick-or-treat and they've earned it. And I think it's the most rewarding candy out there in so many ways, especially on Halloween. So there you go. Best and worst, overrated, underrated. Tell me what you think. What do you like on Halloween? What do your kids like on Halloween? Soulfully Casual Podcast on Instagram, Maddie Ice Media on Twitter, and of course, MaddieIceMedia.com. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, let me know if I missed anything, because I'm sure that I have. There's so many different types of candy that I'm bound to miss something, but I love Halloween. I love the idea of making lists that make people upset and you know what ranking and rating halloween candy man there's that's the way to do that so hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend hope you enjoy um everything that you're doing right now as this weather starts to turn and turn and turn holiday season is right around the corner and next week we will wrap up our halloween our spooky season series with the history of halloween 
So go hug your loved ones, be safe, and uh, live life to the fullest. Take care, everybody. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on the Soulfully Casual podcast are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Soulfully Casual podcast is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.